Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hara. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop, and I am so stoked that you're here with me today. You could be doing literally anything else and you chose to hang out with me, so I appreciate that. Me and my family are about to head out to Flaming Gorge this week, and I am so excited. We head out on Wednesday for the rest of the week, and I cannot wait to go fishing and honestly sit around a campfire and relax and just look up at the stars. Camping is one of those things that really bring me joy and I love being surrounded by my family and being able to play games and all sorts of fun stuff. So it's going to be nice and relaxing, exactly what I need right now. Take a break from everything else that's going on in the world. And I hope you are able to do the same, getting out, you know, taking some rest time for you, whatever that looks like. So make sure that you're pouring into yourself as well. We are now on episode 47. Every week that there is another episode, I continue to be impressed in the sense that it just keeps on growing, which is really awesome. I am excited about where we've been and I am even more excited about where this podcast is going to be going and different speakers and different things that I can do to help bring you value. That is the whole purpose of this podcast. I could talk about all things women in the workplace until I'm blue in the face, but this is only helpful if it is helpful and actionable for you. I have some courses that are going to be coming out, which is really exciting. Again, it's something that's a little bit out of my comfort zone because it's something I haven't done before. So as much as I talk about everything women empowerment and helping women get promoted in the workplace, that is my bread and butter and where I'm super comfortable and can have a conversation with anyone about. But when it comes to getting videos recorded and content put together in the right way that's gonna be the most helpful for you, Of course, here on the podcast, I can throw out a random episode whenever, and of course, it's always good to have some consistency, which sometimes there is and sometimes there isn't, so you can click and choose where you would like to listen, which is really nice about podcasts. I love to be able to scroll through podcast episodes and see what's going to resonate with me and what is going to be most helpful for me in that exact moment because multiple different podcasts can be helpful for me in different areas and stages of my life. So I hope that this is that for you. But as far as courses go, it's definitely something that is new to me and 
out of my wheelhouse. So it takes a little bit extra courage and really putting myself out there to help more people, more women in the workplace. So I know that it's going to do good and that is what keeps me going because I'm like, who is going to really want to even listen to this or pay for this? But I know it's good content for the people who have been providing feedback thus far and clients that I've had thus far. So I'm really excited to have everything housed in one area where you can come and follow through all of the videos and then the prompts. One amazing thing about podcasts is that you really can, like I said, pick and choose what you're listening to. But for me, I don't always take action on the podcast that I'm listening to. So how do you have that self-check-in or make sure that you're following through on what you're listening to? I may be driving and think, oh my gosh, that was amazing. I can't forget what I just listened to. And then maybe I get to work and I get distracted and life moves on, right? Well, then I forget what I had listened to and exactly how I wanted to implement it. So maybe I go back and re-listen to that episode or maybe I forgot which episode it was or whatever the case is. So what I would recommend is having a little bit of both where podcasts are free to you, which is so great. And it's a great starting point where you're going to get so much feedback and so much information thrown at you. And then something like a course or some sort of coaching is going to help you take it to that next level, those next steps, and to help you actually take action instead of being a little bit more hopeful that you'll actually do it, right? We always say, oh, we're going to get to the gym or, oh, I'm going to eat healthier or, oh, I'm going to stop drinking as much soda. But when do you actually start doing that thing? Is it when you pay for a course or pay for a personal trainer or a health nutritionist or whatever that looks like? You get what I'm saying. So everything that you put a little bit more investment into right now, it's strictly your time, which that is how you can choose to spend a little bit of your time is investing that into podcasts or maybe it's books. Maybe you're listening to different books via Audible. I love doing that as well, and it's something that helps me to gain additional information. But again, as far as action steps, what am I going to do to actually take that action and get to that next level? So that's a good next step is courses, and I will be releasing a course here very soon. So if you are in the job search or want to find a really great fulfilling job or career, then I would recommend checking that out when it comes out. I will let you know. So today I wanted to talk about feeling overwhelmed at your new job and steps that you can take to help you feel less overwhelmed. I know for women in the workplace, we want to know every single thing before we even volunteer for that next task or project. So I'm sure if you're like me, you start a new job and you feel instantly overwhelmed. You're excited, but you're also overwhelmed because you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much I need to learn. Am I actually qualified? Should I have taken this job? Did they interview me enough to really know that I'm right for the job? Or should they have chosen someone else? Right? We kind of go through those self-doubt thoughts and really kind of like, 
talk negatively to ourselves. I wouldn't let my friend talk about someone that way. So why am I talking to myself that way? So when you find yourself going down that path of self-destruction, essentially, as soon as you recognize it and try to recognize it sooner each time so that you can stop yourself from those negative thoughts and take a break, go take a walk around the building or go fill up your cup with water. Honestly, do any sort of movement that is getting you out of your chair or wherever you're at in that moment so that you can get yourself out of those negative thoughts and start fresh. Take a couple minutes, come back and start fresh again. I know that's always helped me to stop myself and not go back into that kind of path of negativity. So whatever works best for you, but I found that that has been helpful for me to kind of do honestly a little bit of a hard reset in a short amount of time because at a new job, you want to make sure you're available and able to soak in all of that new information. So we're going to talk about four steps today and those are expectations knowing that it's okay to make mistakes asking questions and starting somewhere so for expectations maybe part of this was gone over in your job interview but it's helpful to reassess those expectations again and if you've listened to other podcast episodes of mine You'll know that I revisit a lot of similar content, which is helpful in the sense that you need to hear this in a not repetitive fashion, but hear it in different approaches to figure out what's best for you. And also know that I'm not going to be throwing like a hundred different things at you all at the same time, because we know that's not helpful. I just pictured like dodgeball in my head and having like... (laughs) everyone at the same time chose to throw all their balls at you and that like obviously sounds terrible so when you are talking about expectations fully make sure that you understand what those expectations are and repeat them talk them through so that you don't have misunderstandings on what those expectations are So again, you can talk about 30, 60, 90 day expectations and what it's going to look like within that time frame, or maybe there is guided training. And again, it has, Hey, you're going to have some self-paced training, but this is ideally where I would like you to be at at this time. And then you can kind of gauge how much or how little you're taking on in addition to whatever else is going on at the same time. So it's helpful to have those expectations and reassess, reevaluate, write them down somewhere so that you know what those are. Have you ever written down expectations in any position or with really anything and then set it aside and then hoped for the best? And when you went back and looked at those expectations, you were like, oh, wow, I really missed the mark on that one or, oh crap, I totally forgot about that one. I've totally been there, done that in different positions and in other things in life as well. Uh, One of my current CEOs who I work for, he references a cookbook so often and I 
absolutely love it because it's so relevant and accurate in the sense that like in this scenario, you wouldn't expect to read a recipe one time and expect to memorize it because it's like, oh crap, was it a half a teaspoon or a tablespoon? Was it baking soda or baking powder, right? I frequently look back at expectations. I frequently look back at a cookbook to double, triple check before I pour that next ingredient into the mixer. And even though I've cooked these Betty Crocker brownies, the fudge style that are so good and they're under $2, that is what I craved most of my pregnancy for Penelope. But you better believe that even though it was three ingredients, I double checked that every single time because I didn't want to make a mistake because I loved those brownies so dang much. And I still checked, okay, how long am I setting the timer for? And granted, I knew it, but I still double checked just in case. So that's what I view for expectations is writing them down so that you can go back and double check that what you're working on fits under that umbrella of what the expectations were or how to be successful in your position. What does that look like? And if you're ever making decisions on, should I be doing this or should I be doing that reference back to those expectations? And that can help either narrow it down for you or prioritize one over the other first. I'm telling you, I'm going to keep using this cookbook as often as I can, because I think it's super fun to have an analogy for cookbook references. Okay. So next is knowing that it's okay to make mistakes. I feel like that's pretty obvious, but no one likes to make mistakes, right? Especially if you're new into a position and a female. And if you think that you aren't good enough for that position and you're like, why did they hire me? You're still in shock thinking maybe this is a dream and that I'm just going to wake up from it. I don't know, but I've been there. So I am going to talk you through this again because I know I need it myself is knowing that it's okay to make mistakes It's better to take some action than not do anything and stay paralyzed because you're afraid to make a mistake. I know, again, for me personally, in my coaching business, I wouldn't necessarily say they're mistakes because I've learned from all of them, but I've definitely had a lot of learning opportunities. So knowing that if you make a mistake, we can fix it. We can recover I've seen people share huge mistakes. So trust me, if anything, I always reassure myself with someone's probably made a bigger mistake than I have. And if not, I guess this is one for the books. So if you need to adopt that same mantra to give yourself a little bit of comfort, go for it. Making mistakes is not the end of the world and learning from them as well as understanding how your leadership or your team reacts to that is helpful as well. If you're in a new position and your team or your leader completely reprimands you for something, maybe they didn't even train you on and they expected you to know. And when you said, 
Hey, like, where could I have, you know, learned this information or did I miss something? And it totally wasn't available to you. I feel like that's really unfair for them to expect you to have known something that really wasn't ever spelled out. And maybe if it should have been covered at some point and it wasn't, it's not totally on you, but of course it's still helpful to take ownership. And of course it was you that made the mistake, but how do you learn and grow from here versus completely shutting down and being again, paralyzed to take further action. I've seen previous teams or leaders blame people or not be willing to take any ownership themselves when mistakes have happened. And for me as a leader, I've been in that position where I was afraid to say, you know what? I probably could have done a better job training so-and-so on X, Y, or Z. So I'm going to take partial ownership of that. And I apologize that I was not more thorough. That is on me for whatever area that got messed up, but then they can also take some ownership as well. So I found that in my leadership style, as I've grown over the years, and again, maybe your leader is newer and they are going to be potentially afraid to admit that they didn't teach you in the proper way that you needed to learn and absorb that information. Maybe there weren't enough questions asked, whatever it may be. Try to have the communication to where you can avoid situations like that in the future. But again, it's okay to make a mistake as long as you learn from it, grow from it, and work to not repeat it again. Next one is asking questions. So when you're setting expectations, when you've made a mistake, ask questions. Asking questions to figure out where things went wrong or again, under expectations, asking questions and following up if there's anything that comes up where you're not sure what that is or what you're supposed to be working towards. Ask those questions. I personally don't love it when women preface with saying this might be a dumb question, but, or someone's probably already asked this, but there's no dumb questions. Well, let me rephrase that. Literally, if someone has asked a question and you ask that same question again, because you weren't paying attention, that's the only time I would say that there are dumb questions. I kid you not, I, I worked with a, another female who was always distracted by her computer and team meetings with all of our leadership team. And we would go through something and at the very end, we'd have questions. And very often, she would ask the same question that someone else had already asked. And so it would get really frustrating to the leadership team and to our upper leadership because they'd have to re-explain it when it was in a sense disrespectful of the rest of our time because we had already gone through that question and reviewed possible scenarios or answers or whatever that looked like. So 
That's the only time I'm going to say that there are dumb questions. But don't be afraid to ask questions and really figure out the best way for you to retain that information. Is it writing it down? Is it saving certain information somewhere? Is it adding it in a specific document? Whatever helps you best, write that information down so that you can save it and again, reference back to it. And then at any time, it's helpful to check in and say, hey, I want to make sure I'm on the same page. I'm headed in the right direction. Would you mind you know, reviewing what I have put together so far? It can be really frustrating and you know, take the wind out of your sails somewhat if you feel really confident in where you're headed and what you're working on, only to be told much later on down the road that you're working in the wrong direction or that you aren't working on the right thing or that you've missed the mark completely. So again, asking questions to check in and make sure that things are looking good and that you're on the same page headed in the right direction is always going to be helpful. And again, coming from the leadership side, I've never had a problem with someone asking questions so long as they are intently listening and learning and absorbing the response because we've all asked questions and then got distracted honestly in our own mind with maybe the next question or something else at home that's stressful to us. And even though we asked the question, we didn't even really pay attention to the answer. I honestly think of like something real simple is when I meet someone new and they tell me their name, but I'm so focused on so many other things. Maybe it's a new environment. So I have a lot of things that are like coming at me in the sense of like, I'm just trying to absorb the environment in general. And I totally zoned out when the person responded with their name. Like, what do you do from there? Like, I've honestly said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally got distracted just there. Remind me your name again. And I feel like a fool because they just told me that. How can I not give them the respect of listening and remembering their name? But hey, it happens. So again, learning from those mistakes, right? I also think it's helpful when asking questions to ask things like, how long did it take you to feel comfortable in this position? Maybe you see someone and they are rocking it. And in the past, have you learned and became the expert and have been that go-to person or someone that other people look up to because you're so knowledgeable, well, borrow that confidence and know that you will get there at this new job. So asking someone, Hey, how long did it take you to feel comfortable with all these systems that we're learning or, you know, whatever it may be, they may give you an answer like, Oh my gosh, it took me like almost six months to start to feel comfortable. And then really getting confident was closer to nine months. And if you're there and it's been a month and a half, you can, you know, breathe a sigh of relief knowing that, okay, I do have some more time. There is hope, you know, you're not, it's the whole, don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle or end because someone so much farther on in their career at that same company, of course, is going to have more information and knowledge because they've been there longer. So you'll get there. Don't even worry about it. The last one I wanted to talk about is starting somewhere. 
we can all get paralyzed or stuck or whatever word you want to use when we don't know exactly where to go next. And that's why, again, the whole expectations is first and foremost, because that should help you understand where to take action and where to start. And if you don't know, based on those expectations, maybe it would be helpful to review the company's mission or vision and think, okay, if the company's mission is to do cost savings by X amount or whatever that may be, what could I do to contribute to that? And start there. Get curious and absorb the information. Doesn't mean you have to take a ton of action right then, but starting somewhere and getting curious and learning and then starting to take the action, even though it may be small, but again, double checking with those expectations, starting somewhere so that you can say, Hey, I may not know this all right now, but I will know it soon enough, or I may not have it all figured out, but I will figure it out. Repeating phrases like that are helpful to me because sometimes I need that extra loud voice in my head to say, it's okay to not know it all right now. You are learning, you're taking everything in, and eventually you're going to be the expert that people refer to for exactly this thing. And right then and there, I get a little boost of confidence to say, okay, I'm going to take on a little courage and I'm going to take on this task. Even though I have no idea what I'm doing, I know that I can do it. I know that I will be able to do it. I have resources. I have a team. I have a leader who I can lean on and I can ask questions to make sure I'm headed in the right direction. All right, friends. Well, I hope this helps you feel a little less overwhelmed at your new job. And if you have a new job during these crazy times, I get it. It's an interesting place to be right now because you feel so grateful that you found a new position, but then you think, is it a permanent position? Is it something that's going to go away with time based on everything that's happening right now in the pandemic? Or is this something that is going to be an even bigger role because of the pandemic? So think through thoughts like that in the sense of bigger picture um, growth mindset, because that will help you in the end determining what you want your future to be. What do you want your career to look like? And is this position currently right now going to help you head in that direction? Again, I'm so happy for you to be at a new job or in a new position. All right. Until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you for tuning into another episode of next level leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it. And it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.